Hello, hello. You are listening to WMUC-FM College Park, where college radio is good radio. This is Josh the Fluid, and you are listening to A Lot to Unpack. I hope that you are having a great week, and we are going to get started with a fun um, video, well, audio from the video, that I hope you recognize. You sure got to climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the capital city. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday, at least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Gee, Bill, you certainly have a lot of patience and courage. Well, I got this far. When I started, I wasn't even a bill. I was just an idea. Some folks back home decided they wanted a law passed, so they called their local congressman, and he said, you're right, there ought to be a law. Then he sat down and wrote me out and introduced me to Congress, and I became a bill. And I'll remain a bill until they decide to make me a law. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I got as far as Capitol Hill. Well, now I'm stuck in committee and I'll sit here and wait while a few key congressmen discuss and debate whether they should let me be alone. I hope and pray that they will, but today I am still just a bill. Listen to those congressmen arguing. Is all that discussion and debate about you? Yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. Most bills never even get this far. I hope they decide to report on me favorably, otherwise I may die. Die? Yeah, die in committee. Oh, but it looks like I'm gonna live. Now I go to the House of Representatives and they vote on me. If they vote yes, what happens? Then I go to the Senate and the whole thing starts all over again. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I'm just a bill, yes, I'm only a bill, and if they vote for me on Capitol Hill, well, then I'm off to the White House where I'll wait in a line with a lot of other bills for the president to sign, and if he signs me, then I'll be along. I hope and pray that he will, but today I am still just a bill. You mean even if the whole Congress says you should be allowed, the president can still say no? Yes, that's called a veto. If the president vetoes me, I have to go back to Congress and they vote on me again, and by that time you're so By old, that time, it's very unlikely that you become a law. It's not easy to become a law, is it? No, but how I hope and pray that I will, but today I am still just a bill. He signed your bill, now you're a law. Oh, yes! All right, so I hope that you were able to guess the theme of today's show. Um, it was, uh, or it, it's going to be, how a bill becomes law in the U.S. federal government. Um, this has been a long-awaited, promised 
uh, episode on a lot to unpack, you know, because we've been talking a whole lot about um, how you can make change in different areas um, on, I guess, a state level and a federal level and um, what you can just do in your own um, personal town. And and honestly, we're going to go through all of the different, uh, we're going to go through every single level of um of how like you know you pass different laws and and rulings and whatnot um but to start off we're going to start at the top level or like the largest largest scale level of federal government um so this will be kind of like a series um but yeah i really hope that anyone who um who heard that i i hope you guys recognized it and I don't know. It it just brings back such like fun memories. Schoolhouse Rock is super cool. Um and that was it's like one of those, you know, educational things that you hear as a kid and kind of like you kind of forget about it maybe or like you're not I'm in I'm in college now and so it's just like not necessarily on the front of my mind. Um But yeah, super fun. Um so now we're just gonna we're gonna do a little bit of music and then I'm gonna jump right into some of the um I guess nitty-gritty stuff of how a bill becomes law in the US federal government. And let's start listening to Holiday by Green Day. Now like an armor, get and flame. Holy shit! 
Neuropsychiatric disorders are one of the leading causes of disability in young people around the world, and Terps are no exception. One out of three Terps will feel depressed at one point during the semester. You are not alone if you are feeling down. Here at Maryland, you can talk it out with fellow students who are going through the same problems in group therapy sessions, or even have a one-on-one -on -one therapy session with one of our many experienced therapists. The Campus Mental Health Center is open from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday. If you or someone you know needs help, come visit the health center and be a healthier turf. All right. Thank you very much, Health Center, for those lovely words about where you can find mental health help um, on this campus. Um, you know, which, honestly, that seems fairly appropriate considering um, what we're going to be talking about today because it's uh, kind of a headache. Or not, not like kind of, just like a really big headache. Um, <laughs> so you kind of heard in the Schoolhouse Rock song that, um, it's super, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of chances for the bill to not, you know, get passed, right? So let's just start from the very beginning. Um, like the bill said, um, it started as an idea. And that idea can be proposed in um, the Senate or the um, or the House um, by a representative, um, a state legislature. The people can call like um, the the people being like a of a large body of of you know citizens, U.S. citizens. Um, or the executive branch being the president. So at any time, all of those different groups of people have the ability to propose something that should be um, talked about, discussed in in office, um, in those in the different committees and whatnot. Um, and most of the time, what we see happen is. Um, today, you know, we see a lobbyist um, who is someone who's paid by an interest group, right, um, come to representatives or state legislatures and say, okay, I have this idea, um, you know, and I would like you to propose it. And that's how most of those those things happen. Um, and it's actually very... Um, it's a, it's very uh, common that these lobbyists or people who you hear about, like you know, you hearing you hear a lot about lobbying groups or um, lobbyists in the news, right? And really, that is just a person who is paid by some organization to go to Congress and talk to them about what's going on and and what and a, a bill that they would like them to pass. This. Um, and that's like, I guess, the most effective way um, that we see today of having like someone who isn't already a member of Congress um, make a bill and get a bill proposed. Um, but that unfortunately means that there are the corporate large corporations, people who have or people who have like a lot of money 
are the ones who are able to pay people to go in and make these bills, right? So that means that, like, your grassroots organization that doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of money, they're going to be going in and doing lobbying, but it's not going to be as much because they don't have as much money. Um, you know, like, lawyers are expensive. People who can write these bills out are... Um, are expensive and to get it correct, you know, in the correct legalese um, and have it be, you know, official enough for uh, a representative to really propose it um, is is very difficult. Um, so it's already starting off. We're already starting off on kind of a uh, difficult, a difficult note. Um, and then once it's been proposed, um, you, you know, you're introduced as legislation, as is what they call um, any kind of um, bill that is getting talked about on in the House or the Senate. Um, and there are different types of those things, right? So even within that, there's like a joint resolution, for instance, right? And a resolution, I've talked about this before in the Hurry Up and Wait report. Um, it's where like a bunch of people from, you know, the House or the Senate or someone uh, comes together and they say, hey, we want to resolve to do a certain thing, right? Um, or, and and those those things are considered lesla- legislation, but they're not bills. Um, and they are basically just like statements that the government makes um, that it's supposed to uh, incite people to do things. Uh, that doesn't always mean anything, really. It's kind of like um, not a... Uh, it's not like a binding agreement in any way, but those exist as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, so after it's been introduced, it gets sent to committee. So it's that means that it's assigned to a committee. Um, so say you had a bill that was proposed that had to do with education, right? Um, one that is currently being looked at or some or has been introduced recently has to do with um the cost of college, right? And, you know, like, there's this whole big thing about, like, student debt, which is an extremely big problem and big issue in the United States. Um, And so that would be assigned to the A Committee on Education, right? Um, And there are several committees, like, there's House committees and then there's Senate committees. So it really just depends on where it got proposed first. And then that will determine if it goes to the House or the Senate. Um, And there's there's stuff that you have to think about in that sense, right? Um, if you want it to be, like, if you're thinking about something and it's like, oh, it's more of a Democratic thing, or, you know, like the, the Democrats versus the Republicans, like the Democrats would be more likely to say yes to this, right? Maybe you want to go to um, the the House first or something like that if, like, the House has more people in it who are um, Democrats, um, and then maybe you want to specifically look at who is on the committee for education within the House and see if those people are people who would want to pass your bill. So there's there's a whole lot <laughs> to think about in that sense, which is why lobbyists are paid so much, because they do all of this research and they do all of this background information um, that kind of helps to develop the idea of where this bill is going to go, who's going to see it, and then that helps to determine whether it passes committee, right? So once you get to committee, 
there are meetings, there are public hearings, right? So there's, that's the, the period of time in which the public, any person can come in and speak about it or listen to it. Um, they often, those meetings, um, unless it's like a sexy bill, uh, which would be, you know, something about like gun violence um, or um, I guess, you know, we've we've had, like I was talking about before, the um, student debt, um, you know, and unless it's something like that, most of the time there aren't people who are actually there. Um, I'm born and raised in D.C. and have sat in on plenty of committee public hearings where there's where it's like just me and my dad um, in the audience and maybe like two other people. Um, so at that point, you know, uh, you there's another opportunity for lobbyists to come in and talk about it because they are technically part of the public. Um, so they can come in and speak about why they want this to be passed, even if they were the one who proposed it to whatever senator in the first place. Um, and then after those things happen, then they have markups. And at this point, the bill could be tabled. It could decide, oh, we're, we're going to stop. Like, this doesn't seem like something that we want to talk about anymore. Um, and then say it did pass that, right? So, that, so that's one on one point. We're gonna, I'm going to mark every single time it can, it can, a bill doesn't necessarily get anywhere. Um, and so that marks the first point, assuming that the bill does get introduced. Um, that marks the first one. And then after that, um, if it did pass that, then there's the final reading and vote. And then once again, that vote means that it could fail. Um, it could not pass this vote in this committee. So then it couldn't, ne it wouldn't necessarily get out of committee. Um, and then once, so that's number two. And then you have the, the third um, the third thing that happens after they like say they did vote and they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Um, then there's a report that gets written up um, and sent on to uh, the House of Representatives. Um, or the Senate, depending on where it went. Um, so uh, that is the first part. And. We're going to take a break because this is a lot to take in and I don't want to hear myself talk for that long. <laughs> so let's listen to Idiotech by Radiohead.
All right. So that was After Idiotech by Radiohead. That was Clamped Down by The Clash. And then Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. All right. So let's get back to our discussion on what happens in committee. So we went through, or what happens after committee, sorry. Um, we went through um, how it works when it, it gets into committee first. Um, and then uh, after that, it gets sent um, to the calendar. Um, so basically, uh, if it passes committee, then it can be put onto the uh, the House calendar or the Senate legislative calendar um and that is where it will it will sit and wait um normally they're put in based on like the date of them being um proposed or like getting out of committee um and it'll sit there waiting um in until they have time or whatever to uh, talk about it on the Senate or the House floor. Um, so, uh, to so say that it does get get talked about, right? Um, because sometimes it doesn't, which that I will label the third time that it could possibly be, um, that it could possibly fail. So, um, the, the people who have to be there, um, you have to have, um, a, you have to have in the house, um, because the house has, uh, 435 members, um, there is a hundred of them have to be there to talk about it at least. Um, and then there is, and then you have a reading of the bill. Um, they go through section by section by section, um, and they, you know, start debating about it. Um, and then the House or the Senate will vote on each amendment individually. So every single part of the bill, um, there's a, uh, if there are any amendments that they have proposed themselves, they also have to um, vote on those. Um, so that's another point at which they it could fail um, because it could be sent back to committee, um, maybe at that point, or um, after they voted on everything and decided that it is okay, then or like you know they they've the that hundred people have voted on that then when the vote happens um maybe like most of the people are there or just another day there's like a vote there's a there's a date set for on the calendar for the vote of the whole bill itself and that could that could fail um so that would be another point so that was three just in um the house of representatives um, so that means that we are now up to six points 
at which it could fail and not become a, a law. Um, and so then after that, it has to go to the CBO, which is the Congressional Bu Budget Office, which basically those are the people who decide if there is enough money to <laughs> um, there's enough money to do this thing. Right. Um, they look at it and they make sure they just confirm that the bill adheres to the spending and revenue constraints. Um, so that's basically like the bill that is proposed has to fit in with whatever the um, constraints were. So if it was something that had to do with the education system, then the education budget has to be able to accommodate this bill. Um, and so then say that it, that does happen, which hopefully it does because whoever the lobbyist was that proposed it um, probably hopefully did their research about this. Um, and then that happens and then it goes and it is introduced in the Senate. Um, and at that point, there's there's some stuff that happens. You know, there's like um, you could have a con you could have a conference between the House and the Senate. Um, it could just be passed in the House and then moved on to the Senate and introduced in the Senate. Um, it could be. I don't know, there could there could be a lot of, of different ways that there's there's more complicated stuff that could happen. Um, but say that instead of all of that, it just gets introduced in the Senate. Um, at that point, it, the whole process starts all over again. So all of the stuff we just talked about committee, um, you know, having like the public hearings and the, the voting and the final report that gets sent out, all of that happens once again. Um, and then it once again has to be put on the next calendar, right? So if it was in the Senate first, then it go, would be on the House calendar or vice versa. Um, and then in the Senate, um, they uh, the bill gets called up. Um, and after, you know, it's been put on the calendar, say that it actually happens. Um, so the Senate, the bill can be called up and there's unlimited debate. Amendments don't have to be um, made. Um, and then the discussion can end, the discussion only ends when no one wants to talk about it anymore. Um, so at that point, that, that means that there's this fun thing that I, I think that I remember from, um, from lower school and that we hear about occasionally. It's not very, not very common, but at that point, someone could filibuster, which basically means that they talk the bill to death. Um, that means that they take up time, extensive time to talk and talk and talk and not allow this bill to get voted on. Um, now, that, you know, tends to only happen for sexy bills, as we we're talking about. Um, you know, sexy bills are the ones that people show up for. Um, and then say that that didn't happen. Right. Um, then there has to be a vote. Right. Um, and at that point, uh, there's, uh, there's a, there's a point where you wait for, for two days, um, which is a little bit weird. Um, and this is, this mind you is for an unamended bill, 
right? Say if they added any amendments, it would have to be sent back to the to the House, which then it would start all over again with the thing about going to committee and then going to the House to get voted on and all of that. Um, so so that's a that's a lot. Um, then so say that doesn't happen and you go back and you get your you know you get your majority vote and then there's a two-day wait um who for anyone who wants to talk about it again they they have to wait two days um and then at that point there's something called enrollment in which case um it goes to it goes into the process of like waiting for final approval or disapproval from the president um and the president at that point has 10 days to sign a bill into law, veto it, or the bill automatically becomes law. Now, this means that if the president doesn't look at it for those 10 days and it automatically becomes law, if the president vetoes it, there's also this thing that um, we've probably all heard about, which is when Congress can override it with a two-thirds majority. And that Congress means all of the people. So the the South... Mm, sorry, the House and the Senate. If they get a two-thirds majority, they can override the president's veto. Um, and uh, at that point, it gets published and becomes a law. Oh, so that was a lot. Um, it's a honestly extremely complicated process. And... Um, you know, there's a lot of research that a lot of people do to learn about all these different steps and all the different twists and turns um, that that go into it. Um, and I honestly, I have to give a shout out to uh, this a uh, a House representative, Alan Lowenthal. Um, he's a House representative for California's 47th district, and he has really great. Um, infographic on his house website page um, that is basically about how our laws are made. And it's really helpful and has helped me to explain this, to really break this down um, for for all of you guys. Um, so yeah, so I am going to put that in the that link to his page, to this image um, in the description on um, when I post this on soundcloud or wherever i end up posting it um but yeah keep a lookout on my socials uh josh the fluid on instagram or josh rose dc also instagram um but yeah so that's pretty much it um there's a lot that's going on here uh, and i'm <laughs> i apologize because i've done a whole lot of talking today um so let's just close it out with some some nice kind of up hopefully uplifting songs um, and we're going to start off with Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday, then We Shall Overcome by Mihila Jackson, and then Imagine by John Lennon. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, let's, let's uh, start some music.
That was Imagine by John Lennon. Very nice song. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun, fun time. Uh, the, uh, I don't know, there's, there's so much that really goes into making a bill and like, it's just kind of insane. Um, of course, nothing gets done. Like if you look at this whole thing, you know, it's like there's crazy. There's, there were six points where you could, where the bill could fail in the beginning, um, in the first half. Right. And then there's, you know, equal number in the second half. Um, and then if there are, um, any amendments that get made, you know, like in the Senate or the house or something, you know, like go back and forth, back and forth, then that just keeps, you just keep adding like, you know, six very clear points of failure, um, to any one bill. Um, so it's honestly just based on that, it's a wonder that anything gets passed, um, but given that, saying that, um, it is actually really, really important. That's why it's so important that people focus on their local um, governments and local legislature because those are where, you know, like you, it's, it's simpler or it's like easier, it's better access to be able to change the laws that are happening in your own town, in your own state, Um And that makes it so that, you know, you can easily just go in and change something for, for the better in your own town. Um, And then your representative, you know, if everyone is doing that, if everyone goes in and has, you know, come up with all these different all of these different um, laws that they want to change and that kind of happens, you know, across the country in different, a lot of different ways, then it's really easy to then have that senator or those representatives realize, oh, okay, I need to make this change something on the national scale, right? Um, Which is why uh, next week we're going to be talking about how you pass laws in, um, on a, on a state level. Um, now, unfortunately, that kind of thing is actually very unique to each state um, that you're in. So I'm going to probably do two different um, ones about that and one that's basically just focused on Maryland um, and then one that is focused on D.C. Um, because we're very close to D.C. and I'm from D.C. Um, and then... Um, from there, we're going to move to even lower levels um, because that's really where it starts. You know, you go to your local city council meeting or if you're not in a city, then um, your county probably has different representatives that are like even more local. Um, but yeah, you know, going to those meetings and then like seeing how that whole process works. Um, and all of that is very unique to every state, um, which is part of why it's it's difficult to get things um, done in on a state level, even across different states, because there's um, there's like a certain amount of like knowledge that you have to gain about how like 
California works versus how Colorado works versus how Texas works versus how Maryland works. So all those different places, you know, have like drastically different practices. There are some baseline things that are similar and a lot of them do mimic the federal government system. Um, So that's also why I started with the federal government. Um, But yeah, super good stuff. Really important to, um, you know, stay aware of what's going on. And uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, This has been a lot to unpack with Josh the Fluid. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, And if you're on campus, uh, I hope you guys have a fun time at the John Mulaney show. Um, And then, uh, and you know, just a fun second tall weekend. All right. See you next week.